rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNTFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707, St. Louis, Missouri. Where's Tim? Send the hate text, baby. Send him. Yeah, I mean, I I don't work when Tim's not here. He just interrupted Jackson. Oh, sorry, Jackson. I don't know. Go ahead. ahead. Listen to the Ryan Kelly morning after. Put some enthusiasm into it. 1057 HD2, the potted plant. Yeah. TMASTL.com. And on YouTube, at YouTube slash TMASTL. Yeah, Tim's not here, boys. Oh. Sorry I disappoint you. Well, that's that's okay. Sorry I'm not enough for you. I just need warning. Sorry I'm not enough. No, you're you're better than Tim Jackson. Now we're talking. Thank you. Yeah, needed that. You're the premier broadcaster in this or any other town. Yep, yep. Keep them coming. I need compliments. And we're thrilled to have you here, Thank running you. the ship. Thank you. I mean, we had one of the funniest conversations before the show. Obviously, can't rehash any of it. I'm sure, we can. If we're we having fun. Well, we all have our medical issues. <laughs> That's yeah. Well, well they've come. They've kind of gone. The ones we were talking about there. Right. Talked about my hemorrhoids, uh, <sighs> which is always pleasant at seven oh nine now. Yeah, in the morning. you're okay talking. now though. Yeah, imagine having to carry a, a donut or a pillow to every situation you have to get into. That kind of how bad, the feeling. Was Sitting is tough. I didn't have them as bad as some, um, and I wouldn't compare them to like shingles, pains, or discomfort. But it's yeah. certainly. I mean, when you're sitting down. That have anything to do with your explosion here the other day? <laughs> I don't think. I haven't been to a doctor in about 15 years, though. Oh, so why I not? probably that's, that's should a good, get a, a checkup. That's a good yeah. way of going about it. <laughs> you have health insurance now, though, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've had health insurance. And still you refuse to go to the doctor? Well, he's only early 30s. If there's nothing wrong with him, why? Well, you want to catch it. I mean, I go, to the de- I go to the dentist, but I, d- yeah. I don't hit up the doctor. So I'm kind of at this point afraid to see what the results might be. Oh, don't be afraid. I don't know if he still does this type of show. You know, Howard Stern was the shock jock back in the day. Now he just does great interviews. But I haven't heard his show. But he did a segment. Remember when they used to, they put his show on, was it on E or... They would put, they would videotape his show. Yeah. And they would, I forget what the network I can't remember. The network they don't do that anymore? I don't think so. Um... But he, he would do these segments, and I, this one you couldn't show on TV. But he had six guys come in, and one of them was uh, Stuttering John. And they had to bend over and, and spread their cheeks, and whoever had the worst hemorrhoids won. Oh, <laughs> my God. What do you win for that? I don't know, but they were doing it, and Stuart Stern goes, Oh, my God, those are terrible. Oh, and they're, they're critiquing hemorrhoids. Oh. I'm like, God, is that what radio was back then? Talk about sketches and bits. That's oh, what that's... his radio was. I don't know that anybody else was doing that. I mean, that. I get the, you know, let's compare the boobs and, you know, why do you want a boob job? And, you know, I didn't really care for the butterface one because you just sit there and make fun of the girls. Yeah. But the hemorrhoids, man, that was just, God, that's not. That is a cruel competition, the butterface. I think Stuttering John won. I remember his quote to this day. He goes, yeah, Howard, some days it looks like chocolate-covered strawberries in there. Oh, oh God uh, bless it. God, that was radio. Uh, Welcome to the Mungan-ass 7 o'clock <laughs> hour. Ryan Kelly right morning there. after. Nice little reset there. Ken Iggy Strode to my right. Douglas Elvin Vaughn across the dais. I can, I can barely see him oh, through all the table, machinery. Yeah. And then, you know, right in front of me here, the Peoria Plowboy. We're just going to bring takes, Doug. Hot or otherwise? Uh, you know, probably tepid. I don't know how your takes are after a a Mizzou loss like last. Well, here's night. a hot take. How about you foul? How about you foul the guy and give yourself a chance to nice come back? Doug. Nice, Doug. You're just gonna let the clock run out and that's it without a shot. Come on, Conzo, call a timeout. Always bash sports betting as some sort of luck. But the Sharps had it. I mean, when you looked at the 13 and a half, went that the line or 13? Yeah. It's just, it, it felt like easy money there. It and did. how would they like know? Like they went was, by 25. Yeah, it felt like that. That was a good game. Mizzou actually, their defense looked pretty good. Auburn did not look like the best team in the country to me. No. No, <laughs> by, they did not. any stretch. They did not. But uh, they didn't shoot very well. And, uh, you know, make fun of it if you want. They were playing with a, against a pack student section on the road. It was... The, the building was only about 10,000, but the student section had a good amount. Of and you think that affected them? Well, then I didn't to help them. I mean, they won by one point. Jeez, if you're intimidated by the Mizzou crowd, what's going to happen when you go to Kentucky? Well, basketball is so weird because you can have, I mean, one game will look so different. Yeah. 
Yeah, every so often you you can be a bad team and you can have a great night. Right, exactly. Mizzou has had that already this year when they beat Alabama. Now, Doug, you said you mentioned not fouling. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, the guy bringing the ball up the floor green is an 86% free throw shooter. So if let's you say, makes them both, you still might have a shot to tie it. And I agree. I agree that they should have fouled. But at the same time, they almost fumbled. Auburn almost fumbled the ball and turned it over right right at the beginning of that 30 seconds. And then the idea is you wait. There's a five second, five or six second difference in the shot clock and game clock. You wait. You trust your defense to get a stop, which they, the defense been playing outstanding all night. And you get the ball back with five seconds, six seconds left. And so that's the thought process behind it. And I think a lot of it had to do. I mean, I know a lot of it had to do because Conzo said after the game that. Because Green was bringing the ball up, and he's such a good free throw shooter, we're not gonna, we're not willing to foul there. And while I don't necessarily agree with it, I, I would have liked to see a foul and at least give your team a chance to tie it. It's understandable. If you're intimidated because of a packed student section at Mizzou, that might be the time to put a guy on the free throw line with the game on the line. Right. I hear you. I hear. And you. just because they put up a shot and missed doesn't necessarily mean Mizzou's going to get the rebound either, which no, they did not. No, they did not. not. They did not, Cost even though— the game and didn't even have a chance. Nice little over the back there by Kessel, but, I mean, we're not going to—it's tough to make calls at the end of a game. I understand they're not going to make game-changing calls right at the end of a game, but, I, I mean, Kobe Brown had him completely boxed out, and he reached right over his back. And at the same time— Well, you're Katie, allowed to do that now, aren't you? Yep. No, if you're— have, you if, can reach over somebody's back. Not if they've established position. If they've established position and they and they box you out, the the letter of the law is it's never the back. It's a tough call to make. But what I don't, you don't like, you don't see it called much. No, nope. because the guy is seven feet tall. Isn't right, it? he's got five or six. So he's inches. he's allowed to reach up. He ought to be allowed to reach up and get a rebound. Reach just up because there's someone in front of him. You can reach up. You can't reach over. And I thought, regardless, it, they didn't make the call, so there's nothing much to say about it. But what I will say is, Katie Johnson got a real nice and one call when he went when he threw his entire body into Boogie Coleman there, with about a minute thirty left to go. They went up three. No. They, I mean, he just threw his entire body into Boogie Coleman, and they gave him—I just—I hate that. And that's what they've outlawed in the NBA now, is if you throw your body into someone, it's an offensive foul, not defensive. Yeah. 100%. You're initiating the contact. Yeah. All Boogie did was stand straight up. But what are you going to do? The refs aren't perfect. The players aren't perfect. The Absolutely aren't not. Perfect. It was a great performance by Missouri. They, I, You know, people—I think the overarching comment—I'm not trying to be a Conzo apologist, even though I'll get marketed as it, but I don't care. You love Conzo. He that was a great game plan he went into the game with. Slow him down, take shots deep into the shot clock, and play hard defense. And they they executed beautifully. I mean, they were at one point of being the number one team in the country. Mm-hmm. You know, how did you take it when you saw that they lost at the end? You collapsed to the floor. And no, agony? I've, I've been I've been so I've been primed, desensitized to this, primed for disappointment for years. I yeah. mean, that's just happened time and time again. Plus, if you win, if you win that game, it's a great moment, but it means nothing in the long run. You just kind of knew they would lose, though, didn't you? Oh, with well, four or five minutes left, you said, "I know, I know." Well, I knew the shoe yeah. was going to drop eventually because yeah. I mean they were tied. You know, once it was about ten minutes left in the game, and they were still tied or down one or two, I was like, "Okay." But the shoe's going to drop eventually. I figured that Auburn would end up winning by 10 at least. Yeah, I did too. You I know. kept expecting the run. Right, exactly. Where is, the, where is the run that would kill him? But mm-hmm. I, like I said, Conzo had his game plan to get the, the shots off deep into the shot clock. Because in all honesty, if, if your opponent doesn't have the ball, they can't score. That's my take. If the opponent doesn't have the ball, wow. they cannot score. It's a good take. It's a solid take. It's the That's best take I've ever That's actually a scorcher. Heard. Yeah. No, that's a take. Clear out, fellas. You can't win games in the NFL if you lose. You can't lose games in the NFL and still win. And I think still win. Exactly. Okay. You're paraphrasing there. All right. This Mizzou apologist symphony is music to my ears. Keep playing the music and keep Conzo longer. What a joke of a program. It's from Billy Haywood, the skipper. Right. Hayward. He's the guy who eventually owned the Minnesota Twins, right? Billy Haywood? Yeah. Would, Billy Haywood, he owned the Twins, and then he took over as manager. Cause right, because he didn't like the way that uh, Dennis Farino was running things. Correct. He was not a fan of Dennis Farino's managing style, and, and the line I believe his friend used was, how hard can it be? It's the AL. They have the DH. <laughs> one of my yeah. favorite lines. One of my favorite my kids watch movies. that movie 20 times. It's my favorite it? baseball movie. It's a good one. <laughs> it's got, they use real baseball players. That's why it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> actually, there's some good ball in there. Ken Griffey was in there. Ken Griffey, Randy Johnson, the big unit, Lou <laughs> Pinella, Matt yeah. as a Hornet. Mm-hmm. Mizzou almost won because Jackson was at home using his Brian Grower flashlight. It's from Eric in the Central West End. I don't know that you that's are a true. big Mizzou guy, and Conzo needs to go regardless. But there's more dumpster fire programs out there 
that are way worse positioned than Mizzou. I saw a story of Louisville basketball. Have you seen this? Where no. players are basically turning on their coach really? and just half-assing it on the court to try to get him fired. Um, and they asked a player about, you know, are, are you just still getting used to the new coaching staff or are you just turning it in? And he's like, yeah, I don't really want to talk about that <laughs> so i mean at least the players are playing for them i mean, I'm not saying they have great athletes and i'm not saying cons is a great recruiter by any means but it could be worse it's certainly well it could be you'd like you'd like to set the bar a little higher than that for your program i agree. saying well it could be worse so let's stay the course i don't say stay the course i i, I said he should probably be gone after yeah. this year but their cabinet's pretty empty. They do have that four-star coming with it. Aiden Shaw. Shaw. Yep. He looks pretty good. I think he'll be. Uh, good you've player. seen him. You've seen some high school kid. Play? I watch. I, I go to twenty-four-seven sports. Watch some highlights. You do. You're going to AAU tournaments. <laughs> I'm not going to AAU tournaments. Scouting with Bruce Weber. <laughs> I don't know why. I just have always have an interest in looking at recruiting da- dashboards and seeing players. And he looks. He looks good. Boy, that AAU scene, Doug. I don't know if you've ever been to an AAU basketball tournament. Yeah, I have. Oh, man. Yeah. There are some feisty, some banty roosters you'll find yeah, around there. Everybody thinks they're on their way to the NBA. Everybody's going to make it. Yeah, we play. Parents screaming at refs. <laughs> when was Conzo hired? Uh, the Three years? Spring of 2017. Oh, wow. That's been a longer. Yep. And, and then, before that, Kim Anderson? Kim Anderson. Before mm. that, Frank Hayes. How long was Kim Anderson? Uh, was he, he took hired? over in 2013. 13 or 14, and then got canned at the end of 2016. Okay. So I remember mentioning this at some point, because I was a big fan. And, you know, they wanted to stay in program after Haith. You know, they said, okay, Kim Anderson. He committed Haith crimes. But at the time, (laughs) I remember saying, you know, I know nobody likes him. They think he cheats, but all he does is win. Bruce Pearl was available. Ugh. Oh, how sleazy His is personality he? is not great, but he's literally walking he, onto the court last night. But he <laughs> wins where he goes. Wherever he goes, he wins. Yeah, you bring an Auburn back. You don't worry program. about being some squeaky clean coach. I mean, it was a couple of violations of recruiting, just visiting people. It wasn't like he was stealing. Well, it's, it takes two to tango. Who knows if Bruce Pearl wanted to come here? Yeah, or wanted it, to come to Mizzou, I should say. Well, he didn't have a job. Well, he, he probably got would a job have. at Auburn. Well, he didn't have a job when Mizzou, when Mizzou hired Kim. Anderson, I don't believe. I don't think he, he took the Auburn job in what, 14, 15? So he was available. I'm, I'm telling you, Mizzou ruining the look at Patino. And I, I don't like Rick Patino. Oh, gosh. But no, the thanks. dude can flat coach oh, and win. No, thanks. does he know? He's got to be. Look at what he's doing with the Iona. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm telling you, if you want to get some you know, name recognition, certainly he got his baggage. 69 years old. 69. Is it, I, I would have thought he's older than that. Yeah, I'm not interested in. Personally, I'm not. In, there's a lot of coaches who win, and I just don't. I don't. I don't. I would sell my soul to win, and if Illinois could get Nick would? Saban, would you cheat? Would you cheat to win, Doug? If you didn't get caught, of course. You would, of course. Well, most of them do. Now you don't have to cheat because you just pay him. Yeah, yeah you pretty right. much don't it's have to cheat. Yeah, anymore. it is a different deal now. But I mean, I've always with other guys' players too. You, hey, come on over here, transfer. I've always liked Bruce. I got to meet him at the uh, when the Final Four was here. Bruce. Birthday uh, basis. <laughs> no, he was a cool guy. We hung out and after you hung the show, out with him. Yeah, after the show, uh, he came on the show with Gottlieb and uh, Valvano, and after the show, we just kind of had a few cocktails and sat there, at Mike Shannon's, and BS'd. I thought he was a funny guy, cool so you're guy. Tight. Yeah, he must be. Not tight, but I mean, he wins everywhere he goes. So I think he's a you kind throw of guy some he... of that baggage away. And now, look, I, I mean, you know, Conzo had success. It's not like he loses every year. You know, a terrible coach. Uh, they had what Hayes first year they won thirty didn't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, they had success with uh, Quinn. They had success with Mike Anderson. The only person they didn't was Kim Anderson. So there's always a coach in there that had some success before they were let go. Right. It's not like Conzo's losing twenty games a year. Um, but Bruce Pearl always wins. So you want a guy in there that you you know hey he may have a, this kind of a personality eh, kind of iffy here but he wins. Go get a guy like that. I think he's the kind of guy that you love him if he's your coach and you hate him if he's not. I would and agree with he, he, he must have a, a big personality that a lot of players like because he certainly gets them. But when you watch him on the sideline yelling and screaming, it's easy to dislike him when you're coming from the other side. 100%. Uh, the thing about so Bruce was hired in March of 2014, Kim was hired in April of 2018. But at the time, Bruce was still serving five months of his violations from Tennessee. So you're picking up a guy, yeah. you're replacing a guy who had. Who got in trouble for violations and replacing him with another guy with more violations? Right. So it's kind of a political issue there to 
to back back to back. And I think that's why they went with Kim. You no, know, 100%. okay, we got this guy that just you know. Now we got violations here. We got to fire, get somebody squeaky clean who played in the program who everybody loves. Right. I think and you knew he wasn't going to succeed. No. But, well, you didn't know that. Well, I mean, he had a lot of success at Division Two. He won yeah, a national well, title. Well, that shows at least you can coach. John Titus has some success at Brentwood High School. You going to bring him in? <laughs> no, it's not the same. I really felt bad for the Commander scenario, especially right when it started and he lost about eight players to transfer. I, that's good. He expected him to actually listen to him and behave. He was too old school. Yep. And I'm sick and tired of hearing about the recruiting. Who cares? I mean, Roy Williams was making fake classes for his national championship team. Oh, Just yeah. because they didn't get in trouble for it doesn't mean it didn't actually happen. You have tutors uh-huh. and professors coming out and showing proof that it did happen. But since they didn't get violent, you know, since they self-imposed violations. And it was one of the Blue Bloods. And one of the Blue well, Bloods. Well, the reason they yeah. got away with it is because other students could take the class. That yeah, was you, the, that was the deal. It wasn't just for athletes. You look at students. Bruce Pearl as slimy, and you look at Roy Williams as a Hall of Fame coach. They both did the same crap. It just the NCAA chooses who and what program they mm-hmm. want to. I mean, this, these self-imposed violations them, are hilarious. They come with them with everything they've got. If Absolutely. Mizzou commits a violation, <laughs> yeah, if, if it's, it's Kansas, it's oh, it's okay. You're selling tickets. This, this players are selling tickets. That's okay. Thirteen wow. of the fifteen players on that 05 team, and I bring it up because they beat Illinois. They would have been ineligible. Right. They were taking each one with taking three fake classes, and the other class that they were having other people take their tests, and they had the big sixty-minute story with tutors coming out there, yeah. and still nothing. Didn't actual matter. proof. Yeah. Actual proof. No, no, nothing. Nothing. I know. Still get to it's keep amazing. the title. It's amazing. Well, the difference between Roy and championships. Oh, and personality. Roy is kind of a cool dude. He cries a lot. He does, but it's hard not to like him. Kind of got that southern. No style, very down to earth. Yeah, I yeah. guess he coached for the Beakers, so I can't rock with him. I agree. I I hate Kansas. I hate build self too, because he left Illinois for Kansas. I'd we, like to see the Tigers get Frank Martin, but he scares me. <laughs> just yeah, look scary yeah. I'm afraid of him. <laughs> he just like he's he's gonna come like, punch you. Right. He's he looks like the scariest guy, but I hear he's just the sweetest man in the world. Yes, I've heard that too. Yeah, he's, he's just a great guy. But ever since he's lost his hair and his eye, like, I think he's. Is it alopecia he has? He had COVID twice. He said second yeah, time yeah. almost killed him. Right, and he his it's it's scary looking. Read a text already, you sad virgin, and fix the logo dweeb. That's from the Jeff Coach. Okay, gentleman. don't take now. Have that we kind figured out if the logo is purposely sideways or yes? Okay, we're just going with that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I've ever what? tried to break it down. It but. separates us from other logos. I think it looks good. I think it's intended to look like a coaster at a bar because there's a drink ring around it. We're being oh, honest. Is there? Yeah. Okay. And we'll read text when we want to read text. That's exactly right. Thank you. Right. Iggy. Thank, you. Iggy. Thank you, Iggy. MVP, you're getting the game ball already. No one well, tells us when it. to read. I don't even know the password, but. But now the ill side is not a fan of it. He said, this is the weakest take Pockets has yet. Go smoke since your boss is out. What take? Uh, Bruce Pearl, I think, right? That's a bad take. According to take. the ill who's, side. Who's the coach like of the number the one team in the country right now? Bruce Pearl. Yeah. Who's What's Conzo's record at Mizzou? Eight and 12 now? No, they're. Eight and ten? I think you're I think you're right on the number of wins, but yeah. Eight eight and eleven. It's eight disappointing 11. that college basketball regular season almost means nothing. And I guess it means a mm. little bit, but in terms of sports, because I love college football because every game matters. And it's also annoying that one loss basically gets you out of the no. even with the four team system. But basketball, you got thirty two games, thirty three games. Most of the time number one seeds are, you know, four or five losses. It's all about what you do in the conference tournament, and that's like really when college basketball starts for me. I'll watch Illinois when they're on. Well, this um, is making a difference for Missouri. If they do well in the conference tournament and yeah. don't win it, they're not going to the tournament. Exactly. The conference tournament, if Mizzou, but if they end up winning it, they get a tournament. I mean, as a fan base, watch, yeah. like as fans watching it, you're not tuned into every 33 regular season games. And hinging on those wins depends on the matchup because I mean if you know when Duke beat Gonzaga they're going to use that when it comes tournament time if they're a number one seed or two seed that's a that's a big difference. I well actually, to show you the differences in college football you can't take a few weeks off. Yeah, no. I mean if you lose two games you have no shot. Right. College basketball let's just say one year Duke is the overwhelming favorite. Sure. They've got five five stars that are all going to go to the NBA. They could go out and go zero and thirty one. You say ah, yeah, you ready to play? No. Go go win the conference tournament, just yeah. knock off eight teams, and they win the tournament or they win the national championship, going zero and thirty-one. Lousy's got little bits over there because you have a <laughs> mini muffin. You have Those a chance as long as you can win your tournament. Right. You still have a chance. Right. I I actually like 
big conference tournaments for like the mid-major schools because those guys like the, it's the winner of that tournament that gets to go to the winner of the conference tournament that goes to the tournament they're probably not getting in on their regular season whereas power five i mean the top three teams are almost always tournament teams and oh, yeah. and if two tournament teams are playing each other for the conference tournament, I have no interest in that. And I know there's Cinderella that come out of even Power Five conference yeah, tournaments. Usually sure. by week twelve, game thirteen, you kind of know as a fan and even as a coach and players mm-hmm. who's making the tournament and who isn't. Pretty much. I mean, Mizzou could make a run at the SEC tournament. I mean, that that's possible. But right now, they're it. clearly not a tournament team, and you know that. No. And they still have twelve, fourteen games left in the season. Right. So. Well, the long, that's the long schedule wouldn't seem so laborious and meaningless if your team was good. If you were excited about your team and your team was winning, then you kind of look forward to the games. And when you realize your team's not very good, a lot of times you don't even pay attention. Oh, they play tonight? Uh, I didn't notice. Yeah, I didn't watch one second of the game. I watched a little bit of it. I just saw the score this morning. But... Well, what did you watch instead? Uh, I was catching up on American Dad. American Dad. Love it. American Dad is... Getting it's actually actually better than Family Guy now. Family Guy's kind of take, seems take like alert. It's central. Uh, it seems like they're like mailing it in now. Family Guy, they're just running out of things to do. Some good episodes like Saturday Night Live. Every once in a while, a great episode, and then just a bunch of trash. But American Dad is pretty funny, and it's edgier. They use the S word. No, brother. Animated shows like that never run out of material. South Park, they're going on twenty five seasons. They signed up for another nine more seasons. I think the Simpsons are still on. America is so really? we're so stupid as like a human race that like they always have content each and every week, new material. Is your sister still making money off the Simpsons or what is it? South oh, he, Park. They're they're doing very well. Which one is it? I uh, her father in law is the, the executive producer of the Simpsons. Really? Yeah. What's yeah. his name? Um, Simpson, probably. Richard Sakai, S-A-K-A-I. Oh. <laughs> nice. Um, oh, nice. That's, yeah. that's, that's Sam Simon money. Right. He, he passed away with a, like $100 million. Oh, James why don't you get a job too, with right? them, Plowsy? Well, they both have great jobs. They're not, I mean, they're not, you know, milking a trust or anything. They certainly are very responsible. They have a child together. No, I say, why don't you get a job with the Simpsons? Oh. You know how I to mean, draw? What? You just, could, I can't draw Just be in charge crap. of like Lisa's hair. Just, you could seriously be a voice actor, though. You have a very unique yeah. voice. That is true. You could um, definitely be. But when they celebrate holidays, man, they go to you know their house in Malibu. They got their... Oh, I sandwich. bet. So it's, I bet. Boy, it's this, luxurious. this guy is really pissed for not talking about Illinois. We're going to talk about American Dad, but can't talk about Illinois upsetting Sparty. Earth to TMA, how about Illinois? Well, we okay, live, in, big Illinois we live in Missouri. We live in St. Louis. <laughs> I'm a diehard Illinois We don't follow Illinois, Illinois bad. I and mean, Plowsy does. But um, again, it's a regular season, man. Like, I love Illinois, and I watch both games. But it's just, you know, I can't get emotionally invested. Now, the Packers yeah. playoff game you can because win and you're in and, well, lose sure. and you're done. It's a different story. That's the difference between Illinois fan and, and people in Missouri. Nobody ever calls into the show and says, can't believe you guys aren't talking about Missouri State. But Illinois, yeah, I mean, they're, uh, Champaign's a little bit closer than Springfield. Not a ton. Yeah, not much. But, it, you know, we never, why don't you talk about Missouri State? Maybe about the same. Because nobody cares. At least here. Hey, Iggy, did you see the American Dad where the main character went fishing and pooped on another campsite's table? That's from Nitro. Oh, I think that was from Berkeley. If they're listening to the show, they probably stole that idea, and Seth MacFarlane will use it. Um, this is how perverted I am. I was talking to Plowsy yesterday. We were outside smoking. Oh, no. Might have been the day before. And I said, I don't know why. I don't know if Seth MacFarlane, you know, Fox won't let him do anything else but his show on Fox if he wanted to do something else. But do you know how many live live downloads or people would go see or buy the DVD, whatever, if you did like an R-rated movie with the with Family Guy where Lois got naked and... Oh, Lord. Uh, Bonnie yeah. across the street got naked. Who wants to see cartoon characters? And they wow. used, they the dropped thing. F-bombs wow. and they cussed and uh, something like that. Now, they do on some of the DVDs, they have like the uncensored versions. That there's they, cussing, yeah. Yeah, they curse, but I don't think there's ever been nudity. There was one Male episode. nudity, I think, at some point. <laughs> well, you see, you see Peter's ass every week. Right. But if there was there was one where I think, uh, I think Meg uh, fell in love with a nudist boy and they went over to the house and 
the whole family was naked yeah. and they were shocked. And then Peter reached under the table and dropped his hot dog and picked up the wrong dog. <laughs> uh, so great. Lois, Don't Lois, I didn't do it on purpose. I didn't do it on purpose. Uh, and then to make them feel comfortable, they invited the, the kid back over to the house and then right. Lois and Peter were naked. So you saw Lois's ass. Um, but I'd like to see full frontal. <laughs> on a, on a, Silly cartoon character. Lois Griffin has a lot of uh, fans. Oh, yeah, she does. And usually when I'm, you know, doing show prep research on some of these X-rated websites, you will see... Show research. You know, animated <laughs> type things. And when you accidentally click on it and you kind of accidentally scroll through it a bunch... Accidentally. It's pretty interesting. Is it? Some of them get really close to how she looks. Oh, yeah. So I think you can't take the real thing. But the ones that really go overboard is they... they do like Peter and Lois having sex. And then they go find episodes where Lois is talking about, oh, Peter, oh, Peter. And they, they put that in while they're doing it. <laughs> Doug's face. I'm glad that YouTube's up so everyone can see Doug's face during that demonstration. <laughs> just disappointed. This is, the, this is the Simpsons you're talking about. No, Family, family guy. guy. Family Guy. Yeah, well, uh, Marge Simpson hey. was naked in Playboy. She was the, the Playboy centerfold one, one month. Really? And it was one of their highest-selling uh, <laughs> copies, and it was a cartoon character was naked. Moving all my chips to the middle of the table that Ken has hammered it to cartoon character versions of porn before. <laughs> that's from Carlos Spicy. Oh, of course. Yeah, I, I'm going to say, I don't think that's far off from the conversation. I think that was already established. Well, if you find a good one, I mean, some of them, they don't even look close to, they just, but I mean, some of them are really. The real thing's not good enough for you? They look like, uh, well, just sometimes you. You kink shame at me? Yeah. Boy. We don't yeah. kink shame, Doug. We don't kink shame, but there are I a am, lot I'm of kinks. It it's not a kink. I don't have a kink. Every once in a while, you just, it pops up. Oh, Lois and, uh, you know, she's she's going at it with, uh, what's her name? Bonnie. Francine Smith. <laughs> little lesbian action. Oh, with wow. Francine Smith from American Dad and Lois from uh, Family Guy. <laughs> My boy Iggy is looking for car cartoon tatas while and B. That's yeah, I have, a, I have a feeling if the listeners yeah. were disappointed about the Mizzou talk, I yeah. think they're much well, more I'm disappointed. Well, I'm turning in a different now. direction. Now, I like it. Oh, we got a bot in the YouTube chat. We got a bot in the YouTube chat. I want you to go Keep them in to there. their site. It helps our views. Let's hide the user. What's blocking? Ready, Doug? Blocking. Blocking initiated. What, what does a bot do when he gets in there? And how they'll do we know? They'll spam you with... Uh, sell you stuff. They'll, sell, they'll put 100 messages, the same oh, thing, in yeah. there. And so, and does anybody actually fall for that and say, "Sure, I'll take some of that"? I'm sure someone does, or else there wouldn't be like people still doing it, right? Man. If it was totally futile, then I guess they wouldn't Don't do it. Don't say futile. Say futile. I like futile. Stop saying futile. Resistance is futile. Doug, no, it's, it's hard. Futile. It's hard when the IRS calls He's you saying futile and wants five thousand dollars <laughs> in Amazon gift cards yeah. or iTunes gift cards. You have to do it. You don't have to do it. I have, so to talk, I have to talk to Milty today because I don't know where this came from. I got a 1099 in the mail yesterday. It sounds something like Chicago Chicago Window World or something like that. That it says I made $186 from this place last year. Did you do a live read or no, something? No, I have no clue. Would that, that be Cletus? Chicago? Oh, well, I just heard Window. That could be his no, parent company. Well, I never worked for Cletus. You never did anything for Cletus? No, like five years ago maybe. Um, so I don't know where it's, I don't know where it's from, but it's not, it's not a fake thing asking me for money. It's just a 1099 saying that I made this money last year with this company that I don't even know who the hell they are. And your ability to figure out why you got it has so far been futile. <laughs> well done, Doug. Well, I haven't checked. Good job, Doug. There's well a done. phone number that I can call. I just haven't called. But. This is the Munganass 7 o'clock hour. Iggy, you probably rode in here in your Munganass whip today, didn't you? I did. And you know, if, if, if I'd still had my piece of crap. Yeah. Uh, Wouldn't have started today. Probably. I'd have been so stressed out last night because I was going to be five degrees tomorrow morning. You know that thing's not going to start. Get yourself a heater block. And if it starts, okay, then I let it warm up for an hour to get it warm. Today, I got the hybrid, push the button. God, did it start? Because you don't know if it starts. It's so quiet. Right. Crank the heat up, go inside. Oh, don't do that. They're stealing cars right and left from no. people doing that. No, I told you I lock it so they can't get into it. Then I unlock it when I come back out. Um,. And then just go inside and have a cup of let it warm up. You'll throw a brick right through the window and get to let it warm up. And I go and I gargle, brush my teeth, and do all that stuff. Don't uh, go out and start out, it, and then walk away from. Come it. Come out warm as can be. My car, I'd probably still be at home because it probably wouldn't have started. But yeah, the boys at uh, Mug and Ass, whether you go see Jamie Burkhardt, you go see Clayton Patterson, uh, just tremendous. Plowsy's using them now. Couldn't be happier. Right. Oh yeah, pick my car up today. I'm having a situation to where. 
Madison works like and goes to school, so she's gone to like six thirty-seven. So she has one of her parents' rides blessed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I need to pick my car up. I just from where Baldwin is to where my house is is a little bit of a distance. So I don't know if I should Uber when I get home to Munganess, or should I wait till my girl gets home and then drive out there? It's a tough call. Look at the way they're taking care of you. That's, That's they, unbelievable. They're the it's best. Seriously, unbelievable. They're the best. Let's hear a little bit about Munganast. Oh, what a great partnership here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After with Jamie Burkhardt and Clayton Patterson and everybody at Munganast, St. Louis Acura.com, and Alton Toyota.com. Everybody on the show and so many in the audience have gotten to know Jamie Burkhardt and Clayton Patterson at Munganast. And now, when the time comes to buy a new car, to lease a new car, to buy a pre-owned car, to lease a pre-owned car, or to get your car serviced, to get your car fixed, you know you have somebody you can talk to with Munganast. StLouisAcura.com and AltonToyota.com is where you can go to check out all of the selection, both of new and pre-owned vehicles. And if you need to get your car repaired... If you just need service, even if you didn't get your car at Munganast, you can get it taken care of at Munganast. StLouisAcura.com, AltonToyota.com. It's Munganast, the official automotive provider of the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Our sweet prince. (laughs) Oh, Yeah, best of luck to Tim and Anne-Marie as they uh, deliver a baby. Day. Today's the day. Went in to get induced today. I guess. believe so. So it's exciting. Good luck to them. And you know what, Doug? When it's this cold out and you're about to deliver a baby, the one thing you don't have to worry about is your furnace. Am I right? Well, you wouldn't have to if you had design air. That's what I'm talking. It was so cold this morning. Iggy, can you give a little bit of the Strode cast here? I mean, yeah, people, we need the people, Doppler breakdown. People for are sure freezing. Iggy. People are freezing. And they'd like to be reassured that the weather will come back and be uh, be better here. Well, today is the coldest it's going to be. Okay. Yeah. That helps. So like maybe the next week, 10 days. Boy, how do you is it ever? Um, and I was thinking this last night because I see some persip. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we got to address that. In do you mean way. precip? Precipitation? precipitation? I, say, I say precipitation. No, but that's wrong. <laughs> no, I liked it a lot. It's precipitation. One guy's anyway. over there saying futile, and now you're saying we precipitation. What the hell's going on here? I love it. I love it. I don't see any kind of precipitation Precipitation in the forecast until maybe middle of next week, which we will be into February by then. Uh, temperatures are going to be anywhere from no more single digits for a while. It's going to be in the teens, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. We're going to reach every one of those in the next seven to eight days. Mm-hmm. No snow. So my question is, and I'm not counting that dusting we had a few weeks ago. Right. It was a dusting, too. That was accurate. When was the last time that we went through January without a snowfall? I don't have that information with me. Yeah, I guess I need the farmers. I mean, it's been a while. You know, we usually get something in December and January. Sure. We're going to be in February next week, and we've had no snow whatsoever. Have we ever gone through a whole winter with, like, zero I don't inches know. of I snow? I don't have that information with me. <laughs> See, and I, I would love, venture to say no. Yeah, and I love the Facebook, like, memories because it shows just how, I mean, three or four years ago there was a massive snowstorm and, you know, you yeah. we had four or five inches of snow for, you know, a couple weeks on end. And now you're looking at just four years difference and, it, you know, at one point it was like 55 degrees. Yeah. It's super weird. Same no, we got another day. We got another day of 50. Well, before we get too cocksure of ourselves— Keep in mind that it can be 40, 50 degrees for weeks, and then one storm rolls in, and we got nine inches of snow out there. Well, it I can know. happen quickly. It can, but we haven't had it yet. No. What I'm saying is that we will be through January at the end of this week, and we've had no snow. Well, we I'm just have wondering. That snow I said a dusting. Do. That doesn't count. It counted as snow. There it's was just, no snow. It'll count it. as part of our yearly. Well, it we will. Have? They'll they'll go <laughs> as high as it five inches. It was I like think, one. That was the Ned Reynolds voice. <laughs> I think I, I think I heard this weather. Let's go to Johnny Johnson from the Meteorology Society. Johnny, what do you see? Nice. Yeah, it's going to be one inch, Ned. Oh, John, new <laughs> That's character. That's what she said. <laughs> new character um, unlocked. It's a one man um, <laughs> So, yeah, some, somebody wants to check. When was the last time we went through an entire oh, November, December, January with no snow? I right. think I remember. Uh, snowfall has averaged a little over 18 inches per winter season in St. Louis. So the snowfall of an inch or less is received on five to ten days in most years. An inch or less, five to ten days. Hmm. Well, regardless of snow or not, it is cold. Oh, I mean, I, I it is. Uh, yes, it is. Freezing, and if you don't have someone to come take care of your furnace, oh, you're, that's you're exposing yourself to 
just headaches. Frozen pipes. Frozen pipes. Who You're after. You're after. You just go call some other company and say, oh, we, you know. We'll get out probably there, get out there in a couple. There, got a week or so in. backup, so, you know, burn some chairs or something because we'll be there in a week. Not, burn not, some chairs? Well, throw some wood in there. At the this first is what, thing, this is what people do? Yeah, it's cold the, in here. Let's burn the chair. Break some Those chairs or whatever. Or some I can't, I don't think dressers, just throw it in there. And All wicker warm. furniture. All, just throw your wicker furniture in there. You got a sectional couch. That's a whole day worth of heating. Design Era won't do that. Design Era will get you done. Let's hear about Design Era before we just. Talk all over it. Okay, hit the lever, Plowsy. Well, the weather outside, old, but if you run into any problems with your heating system, design air, heating and cooling can take care of it quick, fast, in a hurry. Seth Goldcamp and his team at Design Air Heating and Cooling can come over right away. All you got to do is go to designairservice.com and click on the tab that says book now, and the next thing you know, you are talking with the Design Air Heating and Cooling Service Technician. And Doug has worked with them. I have worked with them. Jackson's parents have worked with them. We continue to work with them, and we wouldn't have it any other way. They are the official HVAC provider of the Ryan Kelly Morning After and the Tim McKernan Show podcast, and they are the absolute best. The sponsor of our email of the day here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After, it's Design Air Heating and Cooling. Make sure you're working with the best, the official HVAC provider of the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Online at designairservice.com. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling. Man, that was a perfect read. Yeah, well, yeah, go. it really was. You know what I try to Prince of Broadcasting. <laughs> what I try to do, I try to to learn something new every day. Um, whether it's like Google something or I see something and I go search it. Oh, I didn't know that. And your latest bit of knowledge encourage people to burn their couches if their furnace doesn't well, work. If you don't, well, if you don't have wood out there, a lot of people don't. Just start burning some furniture. I can't believe that that's the that's the best. Plazi said to you do. could ignite the shrubs. Yeah, you could, but those are kindling. Those, yeah, those are kindling. <laughs> yeah, those will burn down real quick. You just snip those off and put them inside the paper and then oh. throw the chairs on top of that. Sorry, I worry about grill. the wood finish, though, in terms of the burning and the chemicals. Is it safe? Oh, no. It burn? Of course it's not safe. Yeah. I th- Mine is, my table is so shiny with all this, like, shellac. Well, it's got lacquer. lacquer on there, so that'll burn really nice. Okay, I didn't It'll know. burn for Varnish. a while. Yeah, throw that in first. That'll burn for a while. Uh, but I learned two things yesterday that I didn't know. I didn't know that, uh, you know, sea turtles live to be 185 years what old. What brought right. that up? They are my favorite animal outside of a peregrine falcon, the sea turtle. Why? 185 years they live. What made you think of that? I don't know. I was watching something. I said, that can't be right. And we went I, right from Design Air heating our homes to sea turtles? Was it a Geico commercial? It was, actually. Was wow. It? And I said, I wonder how correct this is. And I went, and yeah, 185 um, and then I also, I didn't know this. And you would think as somebody who's really into weather and uh, the environmental atmosphere, sci- things like that. Yeah. I didn't know that the average temperature in the South Pole is colder than the North Pole. By how much? I would have thought it would have been the opposite. Why? That's a great trivia. They're both right at, the, right at the end of the Earth, right? Yeah, but one is South, one is North. So you'd figure. But if they're equal distance away from the equator, it wouldn't matter, right? Yeah, but I didn't know the South Pole sat on a huge sheet of ice where the North Pole doesn't. So how much colder is the South Pole? Uh, there's times when the North Pole can get up to like 33 degrees in the summer months. And the South Pole usually stays anywhere from minus 80 to 15 degrees. South Pole is where you find the polar bears. Yeah. Penguins and that's too. I, what? I, I, South, I mean what? The South Pole is Antarctica, isn't there's it? There's no polar bears in the South Pole. No, that's where they are. I remember when I said there was a... Maybe it's penguins. They're up north. Where are the penguins? I think the penguins are in the South Pole. I I don't don't know. Now, the South Pole is Antarctica, correct? Yeah. Remember when I said I thought there was a North Antarctica? Correct. (laughs) I don't know if there's much of anything. That's where you said the cold air was coming from. Yeah, that was Arctic. And I thought North Pole was colder. Actually, the South Pole is colder than the North Pole. I didn't know this. I found that out yesterday, and I just try to learn something new every day. Someone wants us to rank our favorite animals. Doug, go. Well, first, can I hear what kind of animals there are in Antarctica? I don't think there's much. We do have Antarctica. You'll have penguins, seals, whales, and seabirds, but okay. never polar bears. No. Where polar bears w- live in the Arctic. Yeah. Uh, they, they Which stick would be to the, the North, North Pole. Pole. Yeah, yeah, they stick to the North what? Pole. Uh, my dad just what's said the, no polar bears there. What's, no. the, pop- what's the population <laughs> of the South Pole? In Antarctica? Yeah. The, there is. It's there's all, a handful, anyone, of, handful anyone, of scientists probably. Right, anyone there. No one lives there permanently. Yeah, that's what I'm saying as far as people that are. Uh, seasonal, 1,000 to 5,000 people. Jeez. What? So they have tourists. That's less than all of that. Wouldn't that be a good place to put prisoners that have really done the worst It'd probably be really expensive imagine? to get them supplies. Do you think there's a hotel there? 
No. No, 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 no. There's not there's nothing but like research bases. Like yeah. they don't like people don't you can't live there. Well those guys gotta eat. Right. Well, they get one... shipped stuff. They get when they go there for like they're they only stay there for six months or a year and they get sent supplies with them and that's what they got. And if you miss your boat on the way back, you're there for another six months. What a horrendous and job. It, and, and it's only in the summer too. You can't go there in the winter. And like they're bigger towns, you know, the thirty or forty people, they live in one basically hotel style building. Yeah. Like everybody like yeah. nobody has detached homes. Right. Everybody lives in a building. They live in Antarctica, that? but they might never go outside. Yes. Like, they were like, Can you imagine if you got shipped horrible. there to live? God. And I think it's I think it's dark like six months out of the year. They never Probably, see light. Yeah. It's kind of like Alaska has that like 23 hours of darkness, one hour of daylight, and then vice versa in the <laughs> no, summer. Thanks. My That's buddy lived there in the summer this year. He said it'd be 10, 30, 11.30 and just as bright as you'd think it was 7 p.m. <laughs> yeah. He said it was very it was very tough to sleep because, like, you're going to go to sleep when it's bright out? Mm-hmm. Oh, you need to watch the movie Insomnia with Al Pacino and Robin Williams. Oh, I think I've seen that. He's in Alaska, and he can't sleep because they're working this case, and it's just he's got aluminum foil on his windows to try and keep the light out, and he just can't sleep. You should put sleep. a mask on that covers your eyes. He just said he couldn't sleep. It was light out all day. I wouldn't mind that. They have golf courses in Alaska? Oh, no way. Of course. You think you could play golf there? Not many. You could have a PGA tournament there. You wouldn't have have to tee off till like 3 in the afternoon. There's cities like Anchorage that are... Oh, in Alaska, you mean? I thought you meant Antarctica. No, Alaska. Yes, there's golf courses. Oh, wow. Moose Run looks beautiful. Oh, let's play Moose Run. I thought you were talking about Antarctica. The backdrop to these are unbelievable, though. Yeah. Like, because they're all, you know, you got the mountain regions. Russian Jack Spring Golf Course kind of had that... <laughs> you don't know what might happen there. <laughs> yeah, I think that have a PGA Springs. Tour event there. You know, you could tee off at like noon, you know, and you're in prime time. It's 1030 at night, and they're still playing golf. Wow, there are moose everywhere on this course, too. Obviously, it's called Moose Run, but they, like their picture that they have, this place looks phenomenal. Will you ever see a full-grown moose with the full rack of antlers? Mm-hmm. Like nine feet tall. They're no, no. so much bigger than you anticipate at time. But, Doug, <laughs> back to the topic, your oh. top animals. Yeah, I think that would be stop, right. stop beating around the bush. It's a dog. And by the way, less of people know Tim's not here because that's why the show is just all over the place today. We don't have a leader here. I think I'm having fun. Damn. We have eight. Jackson's doing a great job. Thank you. He gets his in and out of breaks. He gets the live spots done. We just kind of talk crap. <laughs> well, yeah. Wow. <laughs> as if there was like a huge point when Tim's as if we're a, a well-oiled machine. I miss Tim. My four favorite animals. He's been gone for thinks. thirty minutes. <laughs> uh, my favorite animal is a dolphin. My second favorite animal is a koala bear. We'll do a top three if you want. My third favorite animal is a basset hound. Ooh. And I guess my fourth would be... <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a fourth. Well, let's do top three then. All right, there's my Mount Rushmore. Well, this let's is just a say, nice let's just say a vandal got into <laughs> a South Dakota with a hammer. <laughs> I love this. What's this is, your favorite I, animal? I feel like I'm at 88.3 the dog again. <laughs> I kind of feel well, there's 260 people watching it on YouTube. Love Hello, it. We friends. Took a dip. We took stick a dip. With, uh, hope you're enjoying us. Pretend like Henshin got mad in South Dakota and took a hammer and like smashed Teddy Roosevelt off there. Do your top three. Uh, I... I'll go, Doug, if you need a thing. Okay, it's go. Easy. Peregrine falcon is the best animal of all time. It's not even close. Why? They can fly 150 mile an hour. Going down. Going down. They live in huge mountains. They really have no predators because of where they live. Well, they're apex predators. Yeah, they are. are they not? Um, and obviously a sea turtle, they're cute. They live to, you know, they're very smart animals. Um, you know, you got the intelligence. They're so cute. And they got their little flippers. And, yeah. you know, they're very, you know, they go back to their... Their home where they were born each and every year, which I think is super smart. Oh, my goodness. And an elephant because they're, like, one of the only animals that has, like, a memory of, like, 60 years. Doug, I'm confused. What's the most dangerous animal of them all? Hippo. Uh, I guess a snake. Oh, I thought— Because you can't see him. I thought it was man. Oh. <laughs> that was in Bambi. The most dangerous animal of them all. I threw out a piece of chicken man. the other day just for the, <laughs> just for the animals that, you know, it's cold outside, no, nothing to eat. So I threw like a chicken leg out there. I go out there and there's a big old hawk. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. You're throwing your chicken legs out on the oh, ground. Oh wow, that's he, a that's a bird of prey right there. Yeah, he just he just pounced on the chicken leg and just kind of wouldn't let anybody get near it. Yeah, like crows and all those little birds annoy me, but falcons, hawks, that type, eagles. I don't like owls. Badass. I'd punch an owl if it came. I to love me. owls. I think an owl killed my cat. Oh, they. I think it probably got my cat. One hundred percent. What was your cat's name? 
Smokey? Right now. Well, we just got smoked. I told you what happened when we lost Smokey. We went on we went on vacation to Colorado. We had a dog. We had Smokey and the Bandit. Then Bandit he, was a dog. Smokey was the. Didn't cat. he leave because he felt neglected? Yes. We, really? We drove to Colorado. We didn't take the cat. We did take the dog. The neighbor came over and took care of Smokey the cat, fed him and everything. And so after eight, nine days, however long we were gone, we came back. And as we drive into the driveway after this long drive, the neighbor is next door with Smokey saying, hey, everything's okay. Good to see you again. Glad you're back. So we're getting out of the car, opening up the trunk, getting the suitcases out. And Smokey, the cat, walks outside, takes a look at us, looks at the dog, Bandit, as if to say, you took the dog and you left me here? And with that, Smokey calmly walked down the sidewalk and we never saw him again. Wow. He just left. And we assumed that there, there's, and we've seen an owl in the neighborhood, assumed that at night or something, the owl probably got him. No, he just pissed off and said, you know, hell with you. I Have fun know. with your dog. I'm going to go find a family that wants me. We'd seen this owl and we've heard it. I think the owl, and you know how they kill him? They, they pick him up. And, and they, they get like them. 50 feet in the air or something, and then they drop them. And then they land on the ground, and they're dead, and then they go down and pick them up again. That's how eagles do it as well. That's scary. Yeah. I'm not a fan. I've only seen an owl once in my you life. You see an owl, you punch it in the beak. <laughs> I've heard them, uh, but you I can't, I can't owl, see them. You, <laughs> I don't have oh, the neck of an owl. Oh, you should see their nest, because a lot of my buddies lived on farms, and so like up in the barns is like where, you know, because they would have, they would be able to make huge nests with hay and all that mm. debris. It is amazing. Mm, I mean, they are freaking huge up close Ew. the only time i saw one i was the old studios in webster groves i was doing kegler's corner <laughs> talk of the town and i was out on the patio smoking at a break and i just hear this <laughs> this whoosh oh really over my head and i go what was that and it's an owl just leaving off the top of the thing and the wingspan is unbelievable it came right over my head it looked like an airplane that's the first time i've ever seen an owl and the only time i've seen an owl really uh, my favorite animal is any animal that will maul me to death so I don't have to listen to this crap. It's from the St. Charles. <laughs> oh, hey. talking grizzly bear, right. I guess, would be the top. Lion. Um, hey, slut. Lion we, would do that. When we light your package on fire with our candle wax after gaping you on Friday night, we will call to put that fire out. It's recovering alcoholic and from Belleville and Watch mm. Rose. That didn't seem fair. Uh, Who's this, he talking about? Who's he gaping this weekend? I assume me. Um, yeah. I'm not into it. I just wanted it out there. I'm not into it. Can we get back to Iggy throwing chicken out for Yeah, hawks? actually, I got a Nampeg text right here that'll get us right back on top. Okay. Discarding half-eaten chicken legs in the backyard instead of the trash is definitely not Hoosier. That is from Ant Pet. Well, I just, I, I like animals. And it's Had you like seen this. the hawk? Oh, I see hawks all the time. But right? was that why you threw the chicken out? No, I gave it to the birds. You just threw it. You, you didn't eat the whole, was it completely uneaten? I chicken? told you I bought all those chicken legs and the girl gave me extras. Instacart girl, she gave me a whole other bag that I didn't pay for, and it's okay. Uh, so I cooked them, and I said, you know what, I don't even want them. So I just threw one of them out in the yard for the birds and the animals at this time of year. There's not a lot of food out there, so it gives them something to eat, and the hawk just pounced on it. Hmm. Doug, what's more dangerous, a chimpanzee or a horse? That's from the 636. Oh, Kat and I used to argue about that. We go round and round. <laughs> I think it's probably a horse. I don't if, know. if a horse wanted you dead, you'd be dead. Right. Yeah. Right, one kick to the head, and they're you'd they're have a shot you. at least against a monkey. Now I know they're stronger and faster, and they'd bite, bite you and everything. But if if a horse wanted to kick you or knock you over and trample on you, you'd be dead. If the horse yeah. really had much of a brain, chimpanzees are really strong though, and they got opposable thumbs. Oh yeah, that hurts. That's one thing we can do. You know, we have the opposable digits to pull triggers. But and monkeys come in a lot of sizes. I, like, I think you could handle a rhesus monkey. Sure. Like, or like a, a but lemur, but like a chimpa like chimpanzee, like a full-grown four-and-a-half-foot yeah. chimpanzee yeah. built like a Mike linebacker. <laughs> yeah, I think they're going to take my measure. I don't think I'm going to do too well. Yeah, yeah, they probably would. Uh, so Ken is turning the birds in his complex into cannibals. Very nice. That's from Los Wien. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's bird Birds eat birds. birds. Girls want girls. It's pretty sick if you think about it, but Man, golf is super cheap in Alaska. How much? <laughs> I can't stop much? looking at these courses. It's like yeah, but it's not bucks. cheap to get there unless you take a cruise. Yeah, thirty bucks for eighteen with a cart. Weekend, weekday. Is that? Are you looking at January rates? I expect they are pretty cheap up there. Right about now. No, January I mean rates. these are just your standard rates. I don't. I mean, I don't, I don't even know think they, they can change. Play, right? I don't even know if you could charge to play at this point right now. I don't know if it's feasible to play. If you can't play in Normandy, you definitely can't play in Alaska. Uh, well, there are probably cities like Anchorage right on the water 
that it's probably you well, know, Settlers ba- Settlers Bay looks good. Moose Run looks fun. No, so. I wouldn't pay. Well, maybe we'll do a what, we, what are those things called? A take along? What's the listener trips you go on? Bring alongs? Yeah, we've done some of those. We'll do it to Alaska. Golf in Alaska. Boy, that would be to... fun in the summer. Beautiful. Oh, out Alaska's yeah. fantastic. There's one of the uh, travel right. agents talked to me, and I said, "You need to talk," because I said we're at a new station, I own a new company, so you need to talk to the powers that be. But he wanted to do a bring along and uh, eight day or seven night trip to. Uh, Mexico during the Mayakova, where he always gets tickets for the Mayakova, and then we line up six rounds of golf. And sure. So maybe we'll do that. I mean, Jay and I did that in the Dominican public run year, one year. Um, but I got into it last night, speaking of that, on the uh, Hito fan page again. Here we go. Okay. Well, some lady was, some lady was, compl- nice some lady was complaining. Some lady was complaining. She calls herself a doctor, Dr. Barb and Dr. Rich. Mm. Uh, well they, educated. They've been going to the, going to Hedo for like 14 years, and they oh, yeah, they're like sex advice therapists. They think sure. they give sex advice to the couples. They know it all. These and days. they always go during Valentine's Day. Yeah. And she's on there bitching yesterday that, well, we have to cancel this. They changed their policy. Everything's we off. won't be getting a free trip this year, so we're not going. Oh, sound familiar? And she just started getting <laughs> lambasted. Me and my friend Doug Wilson. Dougie Doves. Doug said, oh, that's a shame. You have to pay. Why don't you just go and enjoy your vacation and pay like the rest of us? Yeah, why not? How about that idea? And then I just said, I said, so you're not going, you're bitching because you don't get the freebie? Yeah. Yeah, sounds like me. <laughs> um, it's kind of hypocritical. Um, Self-realization. And then she started going off me. She goes, you know nothing about what I do. I work when I'm down there. I said, come on. You're down there giving sex advice to people at Hedo. They're going there just to have sex. <laughs> what kind of advice yeah. could you be giving them? That's- and you go do a little seminar with four or five couples, then you got the whole rest of the day to do whatever you do. I hope you really let her have it. I did. And I said, so you're bitching about that? You don't know what I do. It's a lot of work. I said, there's no work involved. I said, no. plus, if they thought you were doing something, they would have brought you down again. But obviously, you're not filling 10 rooms. You really let her have it. I said, I know what the I know what the deal is. You have to fill 10 rooms in order to get one free run. So obviously, you're not getting 10 rooms filled. So obviously, you're not doing anything. Huh. Oh, just leave me alone. You don't know what you're talking about, a-hole. <laughs> is that what she called you? Yeah, and a few other things. Uh, well, a doctor called you that? I said, I said, look, I said, you and your you and your fake doctor stuff you do down there. I said, obviously, I don't need you down there. How do we know that she really is a doctor? She could have just been anybody who said she was a doctor. Well, who I checked she, her credentials? I, she is a fake doctor. You don't need a doctor's degree to tell people, try the Karma Sutra. So okay, she's like holistic? Okay, doctor. You're not a doctor. Hmm. So I'm just getting tired of the people. I go in there now just to get banty with these people because they're all the same. Seems people. healthy. <laughs> Hi. And you've had it because same your question own every time. Dried up. Coming from Canada, what's the COVID situation? God Almighty! They're bringing that Nova Scotian beef down there. Oh God! Oh Nova Scotia. Uh, coming newbies coming for the first time. What should we bring? And I'll just go. Well, why don't you scroll down? Because there's like 50 people that ask the same question. God, I just get banty on that thing. God bless. Well, there's an interesting question here in the EDF text inbox. It's Engineered Design Facilities, sponsor of the text inbox. Um, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck, oh, horse-sized man. duck, or ten duck-sized horses? <laughs> <laughs> that is like a Donnie Moe's question. Uh, that is. Yeah, that, I just man. pulled that audio. A duck doesn't us. have a lot of weapons. It doesn't have teeth. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have claws. Yeah, but they're ornery. But think Just about how webbed feet. I mean, they could drive you crazy with a quacking. The but... beak, when you're horse size, you have to think that that yeah, thing gum is you a to death, club. Dog. It would be the size of a horse's mouth, right? A horse's nose. Yeah. This no, duck, because no, there's be no scale. teeth in there. Oh, to scale would be bigger than the horse's mouth. Yeah, but there's no teeth involved. Yes, but like a duck-sized horse, you could just kick. <laughs> I hate to actually say that sentence, but that's really pretty easy. It's just a, a nuisance. No, look, I've fed ducks. They, they eat the bread out of your hand. They don't hurt. They don't yeah, have these teeth. Are, these are duck-sized horses. All right. Well, the good thing is once you kill it, that's a big duck breast. Yeah, it's a 400-pound <laughs> duck. So you want the trophy. But that's a big duck breast. Yeah. Probably juicy as all get Oh, it. yes. I think you could handle either one, actually. Yeah, I, I think I think either way. Uh, With I'll, no I'll, weapons? Yeah, right. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go against the the ten little horses. I'm not gonna mess with a big old duck. Yeah, I'm just going, the sight of that would scare the hell out of you? me. He's got no claws. He's got he doesn't have peck. teeth. He could peck. What's the what are we using for? Can we like go up to him with a like a machete and just chop his head off? No, you can give brass no knuckles. weapons. I'll give you brass knuckles. No, I still take the the horse sized duck. You can sneak up on it. They got webbed feet. They're not going anywhere. 
You just go up behind, either snap a leg, snap a neck, and then you got that big juicy breast. Well, what's the duck-sized horse gonna do? I kick mean, you, kick little kicks in the shin. But that thing will not hurt. It will not hurt. You wouldn't think. I can't believe we're answering this question. Actually. Oh, I like. It. I think it's. I think it's thought-provoking. And on, on a Wednesday today, when we're without <laughs> our, our fearless leader, I think it's uh, something we have to lean on. Before we go to break, uh, the reason I brought Donnie Moth. Remember that question, Doug? Would you rather have legs as long as fingers, or fingers as long as legs? <laughs> and Tim shut down that question. He goes, "All right, we're going to switch topics." <laughs> <laughs> I like the topic. I think this horse-sized duck would be very intimidating when you saw him. That's what I'm and saying. Then, and then once you really locked horns with him, you realize this guy's got nothing. So it would have it would have any weapons. It would have four web feet. Well, two. Two. It's it's the same. The duck has two feet. It's, it's a horse-sized duck. But the size of it. It's just the size. Be, the oh, size. So of it doesn't it. have four. It's going to be five no. and a half, six feet tall. No, no. it's like not it. like a duck-horse hybrid. Look, I like. And a nice I wouldn't piece mess with duck. that. No. No. I like a nice piece of duck. Hey, morons, get Tim back. This is horrible. That's yeah, we, and we know nice it. Show. We know it, but we have fun. Right. What can we do? I agree with it. Jackson's doing a great job hosting. Thank we're just, we're nice just effing around here. We got we don't have Tim, and we're all sad. These are big issues we're tackling. <laughs> we already broke shows, down. Go up and down the hallway right here at this station. There's a lot of shows on. They won't tackle this stuff. Yeah. They're afraid. They're we're afraid happy. to answer Anna about Anna Marie's about ready to deliver a, a nephew for the four of us. We'll call him our nephew. Won't be a nephew. We're all family here, Doug. We're co-workers. Oh. We're not going to be uncles to this child. We might become brethren if we have to take on the, the horse-duck army that, that we've already conjured up here this morning. Oh, yeah. Look, listeners. we're not going to lose listeners. They just, they just like us, they just, they're sad till Tim gets back. And I just, think when it, came, their time. Watching, so. when it came right down well, to it, got their you, pants could, off for you, Doug. Could, you could probably wring the neck of a horse-sized duck. Yeah, it's probably, the, oh, that'd be a thick neck. You could probably just choke it. <laughs> There's no way. I think you might be able to choke the duck. You guys are just... It can fly, though. Will it be able to fly? Oh, oh yeah. sure. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, that, get ready oh, for oh, that, I didn't think about that. Boy. If that horse-sized duck starts flying around, you got no chance. And it can swim. he just land on you. Like, imagine if a horse could just land on you. You'd be dead. <laughs> you have to, you'd be constantly, like, trying to avoid a fly ball. But a duck-sized yeah. horse, it would be easy because it had those little bitty stubby legs, but it had that big old neck and head, and it keep falling over. That's interesting. That's that would be point. easy to get, but there's no meat there. So you want the trophy. I want the. I want to eat it. Horse. <laughs> I want the horse meat all the time. Die, it's true. So I think I'm yeah. Who does? A lot of, a lot of people. I don't. You don't know it. <laughs> what do you think happens to all those horses that they can't? Uh, that they glue. can't glue. That's the dog legs. food. They get glue out of the legs. Yeah, dog dog food. food. I'm not eating. I think. I think the most popular meat in the world is goat meat. Is it? I think so. Jamaica it is. I know that. I like goat. You ever had goat? Sure. I, I don't think so. Curry goat in Jamaica. That's pretty good yeah. stuff. I don't want to eat a goat. No, it's like chicken. Well, the listeners are not pleased with this entire conversation. Oh, stop. Why would they be? You want to get back to Mizzou basketball? Hey, beer cats. Oh, here. Oh, we got listener on listener crime here real quick before we head to break. Nice. Hey, beer cats, taste me and get back to marrying ketchup at the Angry Beaver. That's from Nitro. Well, now you get the enemy of my enemy is my friend, right, Niggy? Marrying ketchup. I have no problem with beer cats except for his constant bitching. About the... About everything. He wasn't a fan of the term precip, by the way. I, just didn't I don't care what he is. Again, it's weather-related, so he's going to get upset about anything. Oh. oh, well. Well, Doug, Ryan Kelly makes this entire conversation possible, so I feel like it's a, it's a, the best time is now to thank him for, for allowing us to continue this nitwittery. Well, we got an hour out of that. Thank you. Not bad. Thank you, Ryan Kelly. You are the mortgage lender's mortgage lender. This is where everybody would go. You should. You know, it's a new year. You may need a new mortgage. That's never rang more true than now. Mortgage interest rates are sitting near all-time historic lows, and home values are skyrocketing. There's never really been a better time to look at a refinance. The team at the Home Loan Experts can lower your interest rates, maybe save you a few hundred bucks a month, and maybe you can pull out some cash to pay off those high-interest credit cards or make home improvement projects a reality, apply online today at thehomeloanexpert.com. If you're thinking about buying a home, if you thought the real estate market was hot last year, oh, you just wait. It's only January now. But the Home Loan Expert team has pre-approved a record number of borrowers looking to buy a home. The competition going to be fierce, so if you're even thinking about buying a home this year, call the homeloanexpertteam.com. You get yourself pre-approved today. 
with the five-minute loan approval only available at thehomeloanexpert.com. Homes sell fast out there, and you need to be pre-approved before you go looking so you don't lose that home of your dreams because, ah, you weren't prepared. Well, get prepared. Go to thehomeloanexpert.com and fill out the loan approval process, and you'll see what you're uh, approved to to borrow, and then you'll be ready to strike while the iron's hot. It's thehomeloanexpert.com. Thank you, Ryan Kelly. Thank you so much, Sir Mortgage. Uh, thank you, Ryan Kelly. The best in the business. The Home Loan Expert. Oh, gosh, yeah. Best in the business. Uh, real quick, what is sexier, a duck-sized dog or a dog-sized duck? Think about it. It's from the Little Dutch Boy. Uh, duck-sized dog because he's so small, you can put him in your pocket. <laughs> Down your pants. That's something to, mm. to mull over while we head to break. Okay. Uh, on the other side of the break, we'll have... More nothing. We more don't have much stimulating conversation. Yeah, but boy, about it'll be good. Ducks and horses. Maybe we'll talk you about the Hall of Fame. Uh, I have okay. an article in the LA Times uh, written by what's his name, oh, Dylan we Hernandez. Need to get involved with that. Yeah, I feel like we should that. probably read that. So uh, look forward to that on the other side of the break. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After on 105.7 HD2, the Potted Plant, TMASTL.com, and YouTube, YouTube.com/slash TMASTL. Ah! They haven't even played the season. They haven't played the preseason. Well, at this point, Man, the mid- school year hasn't started. They're midway through the season, so you start thinking about midway brackets. through. Kind of surprised to see Memphis is a three. They don't even have to grab the, the incoming recruiting class in yet. We don't even know who some of the players on the teams are. As we're How closing. could you possibly set up a 